0: Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Alexander Rogers and Christy. Alexander is a stand up comedian and YouTuber with over 48,000 subscribers who has been roasting and reviewing your favorite TV shows for the past five years. Christy is a pop culture expert and a connoisseur of live concerts. Originally hailing from New Orleans, Chris is a southern gent with a hilariously dry wit in his journey through the world of entertainment. Welcome, guys! Thank
1: Thank you you. for having us. Your voice is amazing. You think? (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Like it it is like quintessential.
0: Ah, well, thank you. I'm (laughs) blushing now. Well, I have to say, I was telling you guys before, I started following Alexander because you guys both went to BravoCon and you just kept posting photos of you with a Nini wig on.
1: Yes, I had Nini's <laughs> wig. I, I held Nini's wig up like a trophy when I was taking <laughs> pictures with Eva. Hey, she got a and real big kick out of it. Eva got a, she, she did a twirl. She did a full twirl with her foot long braids.
0: But, oh God, <laughs> those braids that she has been rocking that are actually down to her ankles, I'm like, how do you, how are you a mother with those braids? I feel like they kind of get in the way. Of
1: I feel like the child. kids just climb on them or she uses them as a leash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she still has them in, right? The what? Yeah. The yeah, she yeah. still has them oh in.
0: God. Yeah. Well, Ben has been so good this season. We'll we'll get in there. But yeah. I guess we just have to start off with Real House of Potomac News. Robin Dixon and Juan Dixon are engaged again. <laughs> so this past weekend they were filming the season five reunion party. And Juan got down on one knee and proposed to Robin again. And you guys all know they married in 2005, divorced in 2012, still live together, supposedly have sex, have all these kids, and are getting back together. What are your thoughts? Plot
2: line. Yeah. Plot line. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's the. She needs to be secure for season six, right? Yeah. Right. So that's. She's secured. The but, bag is secure.
0: But even that, like, I don't want to see her married on season six. Like, even though it is a plot line, I'm not like... Ooh.
1: She ain't getting Good. a wedding special. That's yeah. damn shit. <laughs> I mean, she's got to have something to do. And when you're poor, you can't do that much. No. Now, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they actually can go shopping at high-end boutiques. But, for example, when Marlo's broke ass got over to Tokyo and didn't have any clothes, she wasn't able to swipe her Amex <laughs> yeah. to get anything. She had to
2: borrow a wig from Nene and panties from Cynthia. Yeah. <laughs> but, unfortunately, um, Robin wasn't at BravoCon. Like, there only had two Potomac women. I,
1: they what? did, she, they did Potomac dirty.
2: That. What did she
1: have to do? Now, also, though, like, real shit was going on with Potomac because the way— the um, oh. I call her Gabrice. Well, yeah. Gabrice, I call Gab, what Gabrielle Garcelle. Giselle. 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 You see, I don't really— It's all
0: the same at this point. It,
1: really, but I call her Gabrice and Gabrissy because she's so two-faced.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but she was very serious when it came to the fight with Monique and Candace. She was like, oh, it, it wasn't even funny. Yeah, she mentioned that during the panel.
0: I I mean, there was what, like a second degree assault? Uh, By both of yeah, them. Yeah, like they're both like having to go to court before the holidays. Like it had to be quite serious. And Monique definitely wasn't at this filming for the uh, end of the season oh, party, which is really upsetting because Monique was my favorite. So my now favorite it sucks mm-hmm. that I'm like, did you really have to smash her head into a table at a vineyard? And then like, why? did you have to? But
1: why are we on Candace's side? Because, okay, well, Candace got what she asked for on a reality show.
0: Yeah.
2: And she did ask for it last season. She Drag said, me, Monique. Drag yeah. me.
0: And she did. Pregnant at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm wondering about the ring that Robin is wearing. It is like a ring pop size, massive rock. And I wonder if it's the first it's- ring that he used to propose to her because he had money when he proposed to her when they were younger because he was like in the NBA oh come on they were
1: so broke they had to hawk that if you have to sell the house you're hawking the engagement true true (laughs) I'm sure that is a very cloudy and inclusion filled (laughs) edifice type diamond you know one of them them cheap stones like charades it's a charades house of a diamond like it may be big but it ain't nice And it's probably filled with black mold. Yeah. Goodness.
0: Filled with black mold.
1: Just like Sheree's house. That's why she doesn't live there. She'll pretend to live there and do like a little photo shoot with Kenya or something every now and then. And Kenya said, I stopped by because I needed some potatoes. And I'm like, potatoes grow in that subterranean ditch you live in. (laughs) You're already in the dirt, like that's where the potatoes yeah, she's are. Eight feet below sea level. Mm-hmm. In that house.
0: I love that house.
1: I love it if it was, you know, not <laughs> underground.
0: I, I'm into. I guess yeah, it is like a slope downward where you don't know what's happening in that layer. Yeah, she had
2: a party there, and like the guests had to literally like go down a hill, right? Yep. Okay.
0: Well, I don't know. I feel like the person who probably took, to this, engage- took this engagement the hardest was Michael Darby. <laughs> oh, my considering God. Considering Juan is his one true love. Are
1: you kidding me? He's so happy he's got a honeymoon to go on. Because yeah. you know they ain't got money for no uh, honeymoon. Yeah. You know he's going to pay. They're going to do a couple's honeymoon trip.
0: Oh, Watch. 100%. All are married mm. to medicine, get a couple's trip going, mm. which, even though I don't think Karen would ever go on a trip with Michael Darby at this rate, I feel like she's very much against doing anything near Michael. Okay,
1: I could see that.
0: I mean, I am too, and I've never met the man. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, no. All that. I mean, I don't know how this will play out, because the last I, few years have been rocky for them, and rumor had it that he's been, like, having this girlfriend for 10 years and all this drama. I,
1: please, they are getting married for the show, and whatever goes ho- on behind their closed doors, they are very comfortable with. And
2: allegedly she's pregnant?
0: Well, yeah, that's the second tier of this, which that would make sense for an engagement because he didn't really seem like he was rushing into getting married to her in the last few seasons. Like, obviously the conversation had come up, but then her potentially being pregnant would definitely make him be like, all right, I may maybe have to marry her again since...
1: Yeah. I could see it being a deal. He said he wanted another baby, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's five minutes to 40, so <laughs> yeah. it's the last gas baby. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, we've come into a little bit more money. If I'm going to have another one, I better go on and have it, so— they're like and it's good for the show. It's like I think these are things that they would have done anyway mm-hmm. if like they had gotten on their feet in another way like if she had just gone back to school and gotten a job as like a nurse and he got his coaching job. They might have gotten back together and had another baby, but it like it's more contractual because it's on the show, but I think it yeah. would have happened regardless. They and also I could see him having an outside woman and I could see her having an outside woman and they shake hands <laughs> on it.
0: Ooh! <Ooh-wee. laughs>
1: Let's act, let's not act like this no. shit doesn't happen. Like they're I mean, a little more open on some shows because there's that one woman that's like, yeah, I've had threesomes in my marriage. Candy's had threesomes, but now she's trying to keep her business out the street. <laughs> also, that's <laughs> yeah. why you shouldn't be fucking at work. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, you was fucking with you was fucking with Portia at work, getting that work pussy. That was the yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> You don't oh fuck at the God. office. That's exactly why <laughs> it always goes me. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think Phaedra was jealous because Portia came in and Portia was their new little star, let's just say.
0: Oh, do you think Phaedra and Candy would hook up?
1: Absol- oh, please. Absolutely. Oh, they huh. would hook up and talk about men and um, enjoy the bedroom candy
2: collection. How do you think they tested <laughs> that stuff out? She really backstabbed Candy, though, mm-hmm. to say oh, they were mm-hmm. bosom buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> do I think that there was a quote-unquote sex dungeon? No, but I
2: do think there was a playroom.
0: Yeah. I mean...
2: It's Atlanta. They Atlanta just... needs Phaedra back, in my opinion. In my opinion.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let, let, I, I want
2: <laughs> your, your opinion to the topic I, on this. Well,
0: we can slowly move into Atlanta oh, anyway. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. But I think... It'd be great to have Phaedra back. However, some of her bullshit needs to be brought out into the open. Like, I feel like yeah. she was so good at hiding all of like her shady business. Remember that woman? Like, wrote that book about her Angela, about how she was. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, Angela Stanton. I,
2: Alex has a reading on his uh, YouTube channel. Alexander Rogers, <laughs> just plugging it. Yeah. it is hilarious. <laughs> this is around the time like I first met him. I was I was looking at him on the subway. I had to pause it because I kept laughing. I was crying. <laughs> He does a real like an a reenactment read? <laughs> a dramatic reading. A dramatic <laughs> reading. In that voice of his, you have to go see it whenever you...
1: like I chance. would
0: absolutely <laughs> love to. Please, tell us what Angela wrote. <laughs>
1: um, Basically, just that Phaedra is a conniving criminal who conned her and then told her, I'll be there for you, got her addicted to the life, took most of the money that she scammed through the VIN number dealings, and um, always was able to keep her hands clean. Uh, There was some Talk of prosecutorial misconduct, and then come to find out Phaedra was probably the one behind it. Um, I mean, the girl was like, she's really stupid. Now she's a Trump supporter. Oh, so you know, hardcore, yeah.
0: Phaedra, no, oh, yeah. Uh, Angela Stanton. Oh, Angela. Yeah.
1: And I mean, she's just trying to be out here making some type of way for herself because yeah. ain't nobody buy that book. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was an interesting but a sad story, and she's not an interesting but she is a sad person.
0: Well, it also kind of sucks because. Like nothing really happened to Phaedra. Everyone was like hilarious. We all know this is true, and we're all gonna do nothing about it.
1: And also, the <laughs> fact that literally the same scam with Apollo happened again a few years later, and everybody wants to just act like right. like Candy has alluded that she knows that something's going on. And Shady also, fey fey. here's here's another <laughs> interesting fact. Now Phaedra has not had steady work since Atlanta. Like we haven't heard about her taking any cases. The little reality show. Gig she's getting, she's you know four hundred dollars for an appearance, maybe a two hundred dollar day rate with craft services. Like it's really bottom (laughs) of the barrel. If you've gone, like you can't go from Bravo, big, glamorous, glitzy Bravo, NBC, Universal Bravo to Wee TV.
0: Um, How far they have fallen. (laughs) I mean,
1: you may as well get on YouTube and have some respect about yourself. (laughs) Wee TV is straight pimping. I mean, that's. (laughs)
0: Well, one news story from Atlanta that came out this week is just hilarious. So Marlo has been talking to Page Six, shading Kenya for anything she could possibly find. And most recently, she is saying that Kenya's Birkins are all fake. She says, you know, the uh, skin on the white one is definitely fake and the stitching and whatnot. So Andy, obviously the king of pettiness, brings it up on Watch What Happens Live and uh, a viewer actually called in asking, "What was your reaction to Marlo telling Page Six that your white Birkin is fake?" And Kenya said she's immediately going to get sued for that. This is where Kenya's uh, hard-earned shekels are going. Jesus. Like uh, Andy. Just- Andy then goes, "Is that worth the legal fees?" She goes, "It is because." <laughs> don't <laughs>
2: He's petty enough
0: yes, to do that. Yes, because don't tell lies on me. Talk about your stuff being <laughs> fake, including your hair. When we're it comes to my about, things, leave my name at your mouth. God. We're talking
2: about fake bags. What about the fake marriage? Uh, oh, oh, and the paper trail of fake men she's had on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the invoices
0: for Matt, and then like the ones where she was like still paying him, and she's like, or the talk when you truck guy. Him? Oh, any
2: baddie ass,
1: Walter.
0: <laughs> yeah, Walter,
2: oh, my Walter. God, yes. It's oh, just been hard like to person watch. after person after person. So I'm just like, you. I don't know. It's ridiculous at this point.
1: I mean, she really needs to worry, like you said, about that husband, because Andy asked her on that same episode, you know, how are things going? It's cordial. Uh, has he watched the show? What does he think about it? Oh, he's opening another business. He he doesn't watch. I, I haven't really talked to him. He don't talk to your ass, so you need to worry about that fraudulent marriage and get an authenticity sticker for that before you worry about your is it or is it not Hermes. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. talking
2: more to Nini than Kenya
1: now. Well, <laughs> I can see that. I mean... I Now, I'll tell you this. If Nini really wanted to come back and be that bitch, steal Kenya's husband. but. <gasps> And the thing is you all you sick of Greg. We know you sick of Greg. You can leave Greg, marry Kenya's husband, and then you'll truly be a wicked stepmother because you ain't your grandmother. Oh my my goodness. And also I'll tell another telling, telling thing. Kenya do not talk about them kids. She barely mentions them. And then she was like, Well, I want my money to go to Brooklyn, not Mark's kids. And it's like, Have you even met Mark's kids? Have you even been inside his house?
0: (laughs) I mean, y'all
1: met at the IVF clinic and at the chapel,
2: and that was that. (laughs) We have a lot to say about Kenya, but she was really nice in the three seconds that we met her for BravoCon. Oh, yeah. She was lovely. Uh, She was not ashy. (laughs) She was very beautiful.
0: She's beautiful. She made sure everyone
2: everyone. Got to get a picture with her.
0: Well, that's not surprising. (laughs) 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 She definitely wants to take a photo. But I thought it was interesting this episode, this Sunday's episode, where she was talking to Cynthia. And she was like, but your man doesn't live here. Your man doesn't live here. Like being so defensive to Cynthia, who's like clearly in like a great relationship with Mike. And he's like going to be bicoastal with her. And she's like projecting her own insecurities about her own relationship onto Cynthia. And I just was like, you know what? Let Cynthia be happy. She doesn't need your advice period. Look at Noelle, an amazing young woman. Look at her relationship with Leon, you know, very very cordial very with true. her, you know, daughter's uh, father. And then, you know, what Peter is trash. So, I hope They don't have like a real relationship, but I don't know. I just, it rubs me the wrong way that Kenya like is speaking like all high and mighty to Cynthia when it's like, sit down. Child,
1: she just found herself a half of a piece of a man and don't know what the hell to do. And he's run off. So (laughs) I don't know, like the last thing I would be bringing up is a marriage. I'd be like, oh my goodness, that dress is fabulous. Let me tell tell me about the wine bar. Tell me about the wine bar. What's the new cocktail? (laughs) I mean, vamp, vamp, anything. (laughs)
0: Well, speaking of other ladies from Atlanta, Kim zolciak biermann formerly on The Real Housewives of Atlanta and currently the star of Don't Be Tardy, posted some bullshit on her Instagram. So she was trying to campaign for this foster children Christmas fundraiser thing to give kids presents. She wrote, I am so disappointed. Frankly, it's sad. I have three million followers on just Instagram alone. And for a week crying, I have invested our time, our money, our energy into helping make a Christmas for foster children. And we were so excited to bring this All of you, out of 7 million followers parentheses, all my social media combined I had 735 people join the app and 165 donated. We raised 4,000 for these kids so she's saying she's so disappointed that her 7 million followers only raised $4,000. Like do you know the bots from Somalia that you've purchased like <laughs> can't donate money? Like I just thought it was ridiculous. Like and then you think that that's going to get more money by shaming your fans. Right. It's like
1: the holiday season. People are first buying. Like right now, people are buying for family. It's like, okay, who do I know that I cannot get a gift that I cannot get a gift for? So people have their own struggles. It's not necessarily the best economy right yeah. now.
0: And she's just like, why can't you give me more money? And then she says, some of their needs are as low as ten dollars. My heart is heavy and shocked. I realize can't be. Pe- I can't make people do anything. I can't the make them understand. <laughs> That's what I fucking said. What about one of your daughter's lip injections? Put all of those, (laughs) you know, $1,000 every time she's gone, and you probably would get, like, what, $10,000 donated? Like
2: That rant uh, uh, had a touch of narcissism, too. A touch? That was the most
1: humble, <laughs> bragging-ass bullshit.
0: Exactly. I'm like, okay, what accountant do you have? Because I want to see those numbers. And if it's about giving, it should
1: be about, wow, we raised $4,000. We're going to get this for these kids. And you've gotten what you've gotten rather than, oh, I wanted to get so much more so that I could do it in my name and get a bigger tax write-off.
0: Well that's the thing right. And then she said Crowley and I donated $2,500 to this app To grow And help several children Today And have a Christmas Ooh, team So wait. she's giving money To this company So I'm like You probably get the, some Back end money mm-hmm. From these motherfucking donations I was like You have a, a lot of nerve
2: A transfer fee mm-hmm. $2,500
1: That's it?
0: Oh yeah and That's their big investment To this company oh, And, and also
1: They're probably Getting a dollar For every person That they sign up Through this little uh, scam mm-hmm. And because it's a Donation Nation, they don't have to put it as an ad uh,
0: Exactly That's actually a really Simone's good point
2: husband put $25,000 in oh, kids' Jesus force. Christ <laughs> She couldn't put <laughs> $25,000 in I don't know I mean, She don't have $25,000
1: Kid um, no. No, she's broke. Living credit she cards. She has to monopoly card. money in her wallet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's on. But I mean <laughs> it hasn't any like there's no information about when it's coming back. But I know they were filming this summer bit. because the daughter Ariana was like posting all these photos and it was like people filming at the college she's gonna go to. All so exhausting. <sighs> it's just it's just so completely ungrateful. <laughs> and it also like, I don't know, it just kills me that like you have all this money, literally sell a Louis Vuitton bag and give that money right. to those kids. I don't know, she's such a dumb fuck. It really kills me. <laughs> it really kills me. <laughs> Speaking of other dumb fucks, the real house size of New Jersey, s- s- I say star lightly, as I was saying, and I was like stuttering. <laughs> Danielle Staub is back in the press because. People were saying online, so her ex-husband, Marty, who she's currently still living with, which is really bizarre, someone wrote on Instagram saying, I don't know why everyone is hating on Danielle... If it wasn't for her, New Jersey Housewives would have been canceled. She put them on the map, period. Then, out of nowhere, Marty comes in on Instagram, which, like, what are you doing on Instagram, Marty? He goes, they all owe their paychecks and careers to Danielle Staub." when they really think about it. There's a reason she was Andy Cohen's first guest on Watch What Happens Live, and Teresa wasn't. Even today, they all have to constantly inv- invoke Danielle to be relevant. When she's not even there to sign up for herself without her, do you think any of them would have a storyline to this day? Yes. Oh.
2: No. I but, uh, I think that's categorically untrue because we've had I mean even though she did like provoke Teresa to flip over that table true. they still went like a couple seasons without her. Yeah. And they had, like, the big, you know, like, the Gorgas versus the Judices. So, oh, I mean, yeah. that was entertaining television, especially fighting at a, um, okay. christening. a baby's christening. Yeah. That was <laughs> that,
0: epic. That was also the first episode of the Gorgas' first season. Like, right, that, that is the best season. way to come in hot to oh. a new television so show. So they didn't
2: need Danielle, in my opinion. I can only
1: speak to the seasons I've watched because I haven't seen all of the old Jersey seasons. And I definitely need to go back for got some. It. I and love that God, a
0: classic Jersey is so. I it- started
2: thinking too much about Teresa, and that's when I checked out. <clears throat> like the twin season when they added <clears throat> those housewife twins, that's when I checked
1: those
0: girls out. Those are monsters.
2: <laughs> um, But I would say
1: for the past two seasons, she's been the Marlowe. Of the season, where it's mm-hmm. like you don't need her True. every episode, but she really does come in and give the chicken some spice. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, you know, she triggers all the ladies. I think they all just like don't like her so much so that when they're she's around, everybody is just like on edge, and you can't expect anybody to be stable. And it, it happens time and time again. But speaking of New Jersey, this just came out. Teresa and Joe have officially. Decided to separate after 20 years of marriage.
1: The country decided that for them. I know, yes.
0: I think five (laughs) years ago when Teresa went to jail, I think that was kind of everybody saying, Yeah. They're done, right?
2: Congratulations.
0: (laughs) I mean, ditch him. He looks really happy in Italy, though, which is kind of sad for her. Like, he's just like living his best life, like hanging out in Italy, drinking wine, eating cheese.
1: Living off her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, he has a job at a fish market now. Doing what?
2: Uh, Cutting fish
1: heads. A fishmonger?
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's a (laughs) (laughs) He became
1: a fishmonger? I can't even believe I have to use the word fishmonger (laughs) today. I did not know I was going to.
0: You didn't (laughs) sign up for this.
1: (laughs) Did not. A fishmonger. Okay, well work ain't honest but it pays the bills. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's living with his grandma too, which I find very very cute. In like a, I don't know why I'm like attracted to this new Joe DJ like living in really? Italy. Not like sexually but like emotionally.
1: <laughs> I was going to say he lost all that weight but he's still so misshapen.
0: Well, yeah, I also think the hair does it for me where I'm like he's doing a massive comb over. It's like your balls.
2: Just just
0: lean into it. Lean into it, Joe, where no one cares. But, yeah, the weight loss journey that he's been going on was really, really jarring. And I had, like, waited and waited and waited because there was never a single photo of him throughout his entire jail stint that was ever posted. And so I was like, I wonder what he's going to look like. I wonder what he's going to look like. And he's got the prison bod ripped. Uh,
2: In a malnourished way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, so Teresa is leaving a bad marriage, but Tinsley Mortimer from the Real Housewives of New York is evidently going into a good marriage, question mark. So we've been talking on this show about how rumor had it that she's going to be now leading the spinoff for the Real Housewives of Chicago franchise.
2: Um, Say, but she's <laughs> leading.
0: Yeah, like she, can, she couldn't even. She's not even the main even,
1: character
2: in own Friends.
0: Her franchise. dogs led her. Yeah. She <laughs> couldn't even lead them. Her mother was more interested. Oh. Really? God, get Dale. Bring Dale onto the New York Housewives of Tinsley's leading.
2: leaving. She should not be leading anything.
0: Well, Andy <laughs> confirmed that they tried to do casting for Chicago, and it wasn't right, and they haven't gone back to do do more, so we will be spared a Real Housewives of Chicago with Tinsley but Mortimer Salt Lake on it. City
2: is... Much better. Well, that's
0: what I said. I'm like, what is so <laughs> interesting there? But City. I think, like, maybe the people of Salt Lake City, like, aren't as privy to, like, the fuckery that happens on these shows. Like, they maybe they just think. don't know.
1: They know. They
0: have to. I they feel like know. if anybody's watching Bravo, it's like, I don't fly <laughs> over
1: No, they are. I- <sighs> I think maybe they're welcoming it to put it on the map and be like, oh, we can have filming here. There's that
2: Park City, Utah
1: Mm -hmm. film festival. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
0: Sundance.
2: But just to get back to Tinsley, I just think she's like the Cynthia of her season. Mm -hmm. I don't even think she's that interesting.
0: (laughs) But I think Cynthia in the beginning was like always like the nice one who was like going around for fun and like didn't really have like a bone to pick with anybody. Now I feel like she's grown into more of like a a backbone.
1: (laughs) She used to also be the peacemaker and the quote unquote normal one when everybody would fly off the handle she would be trying to calm people down and bring people together and not carry bones but try to resolve shit and that's what kept her on the show for so long because you need somebody like that in that group of ladies. Yeah, like most ballads.
0: definitely. Yeah, and I think Tinsley is kind of like that for New York. Even though last season she like slowly started coming out of it when she was like fighting with Luann at that dinner and they were really drunk and oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like she like slowly kind of started coming out and was like being a little bit more herself.
1: And, and also, why last year at the reunion was Dorinda insinuating that Tinsley was a call girl when it's like. <laughs> This woman has never worked a day in her life. Yeah. You met her sister, and you said, "Oh, what do you do?" And she looked at you, and she said, "I don't work." Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. just just what what do you do? I don't work. I'll tell you that. I might have a lunch, maybe a dinner, <laughs> go to a movie, take a nap, but I don't work.
0: Must be nice.
1: So I was just like, "Girl," and like this is like you're in that circle where you know people that have never worked. Right. So I don't know why she was like, "What was that?" If you're going to throw shade, throw good shade, and ain't nobody paying for that. She cute, but... Mm, mm, mm.
0: Yeah, also, like, to consider her to be a call girl, I feel like she's, like, not savvy enough. Child, right. I mean,
1: you'd be calling on one of them switchboard lines all old as she is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that would be like, um, calling Lincoln 3655, <laughs> Lincoln 3655. <laughs> we have a person-to-person call from a client for Tinsley Mortimer. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) my God.
0: Well, Sonia threw some shade at her because all the women have now been asked throughout the press what they think about Tinsley maybe not being on the show next season. And Sonia goes, well, Tinsley moved to Chicago, but she's not a real New Yorker. She's from Florida. She lived in Florida, and that's her residency. She's (laughs) never been a real New Yorker. So that's Sonia's feelings about all of this. I'm like, Sonia, come on.
1: Sonia, you're just mad you lost $18 million (laughs) in that lawsuit. Now you're poor. (laughs) And you fucked up your marriage.
0: Well, I was then doing some digging on Sonia because I was bored, and I found out that she and her husband met one time at a restaurant because she was the hostess. Then they ran into each other in Aspen, had dinner together, and that night he proposed to her, and they got married like 3 months later. Wow.
2: Sonia did look like she looked like she was bad back in the day. Yeah. She she was. I'll give her that. That was like, you know, Great Gardens. Too. Yes.
1: So. Very, <laughs> very great gardens.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Down to the Papagallo pumps,
0: <laughs>
1: but she really has no like no income.
0: E- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's for damn well, sure. It's
1: like she's got all of these like massive, rich NYC bills. That's why she had to rent out that townhouse.
2: Right? She still can't sell it.
0: No, yeah, she just put it on the market again. But like, put it on the market like three years ago. <laughs> then this year made it three million dollars more expensive. Like, wow, I, I was going
2: show you said ten million dollars. Yeah, a casual $10 mil. Oh, my goodness, right.
0: For brown eyes.
2: <laughs> brown
1: eyes. <laughs> I, I mean, if she really had the money to renovate that house properly, she could get a decent penny for it. But they're going to take $4 million off because you're going to have to put $4 million in for it to look like it's supposed to look. Like, that's not what people want, even if they want something with, like, ooh, old New York charm that they can restore. It's still... Like, they want it restored when they move in. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to restore it themselves, one, they're going to bring in a lot of their own shit, and two, they're taking that off the cost of the house.
0: Yeah. I don't think she is privy to that. And I just remember when Luann was staying there, when Luann and... The count. I guess they sold her townhouse in the city, or maybe she had an apartment in the city. I can't remember. But she was about to move in with Tom and was living with Sonia too, which I'm like, why is this like a sorority house? Sonia's townhouse is just, the pu- it's like a rotating door.
1: I think it's because <laughs> I mean, I wonder where they live because I could see it being low-key convenient because they're always drunken on pills. Oh. So it's like, you know what, I'm just gonna pass out at your house because it's around the corner from the bar that we always go to because they give me like, they haunt like Midtown oh. East oh. and yeah. Midtown proper like oh, the 60s. Yeah, 60s. Yeah. And so her her house is probably, you know, party central <laughs> and you just pass out there. I think that's what it is.
0: But I remember, so uh, I remember Luann was like, Sonia, is the heat on? Like, if any of, like, the top floors was, like, a winter afternoon. And she's like, oh, not the top three floors because no one is up there. And she's like, I'm sleeping up there.
1: <laughs> oh, like- See, <laughs> she, she could not afford to heat that house. She had some space heaters downstairs, didn't have that boiler tended to. Oh, my God.
0: Poor Sonia. That,
1: I mean, I wonder how much oil costs, like, to get delivered. I can't imagine that is cheap. <laughs>
0: oh my god well yeah i mean i could take tinsley or leave tinsley but i am glad that there's not going to be a chicago housewives around her because i was saying on one of my shows i'm like how are you going to put this girl who's never lived in chicago as like the front of a show about a neighborhood she's so new to i'm like the women of chicago would be pissed off like you don't know shit about this town but supposedly i can't think of where where i heard this i don't know i'm Bravo is like, it's, I don't know where I get my information at this point. It's just in my brain. But someone was saying that Scott ended up buying like two full floors of this apartment building that they live in now and that their apartment building is, their apartment is just so massive and so like grand that it's not surprising that she's like, all right, well, I guess I'll leave my hotel room. I would stay in
1: that hotel room for the rest of my natural life if given a half second.
0: Well, my friend moved here from London and she watches The Housewives, and her and her husband were like looking for like a long term place until they found an apartment. And she was like, I think I know of this great hotel. And she stayed where Tinsley was staying and she ran into Tinsley like in the lobby and would see her around. Wow, your friend got money. No, girl, I know. (laughs) I (laughs) was like. I'm like, does he have a brother? I'm just wondering. <laughs> like, that's got
1: to be 10000 a month if it's a penny.
0: I mean. It's, it's
1: coming with concierge service. And,
0: like, a full kitchen. You can do full room service, anything. A full bar. I'm like, this is my dream. Dream <laughs> home.
1: Ditto.
2: Yeah.
0: So, moving coast, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are filming season 10, and they had an over-the-top bash at Dorit and PK's house this weekend.
1: Their rental? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most definitely. Their rental. Yeah, this rental house, let's be real. So, they hosted the end-of-season cast party, and (sighs) the excuse for this party was a new business venture that Dorit and PK are going into, Champagne. They're starting a champagne line called Lactus Cuvée. <laughs> There's no website Lactose, yet. Lactose,
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See already they, they fucked oh, up with yeah. the brand.
0: Oh yeah. They keep
1: Lactus.
0: Lactus. L Apostrophe. A S T U C E. Lactus. Lactus. Lactuce.
1: Like if that was like, you know, <laughs> some type of a, a lactate pill that you wanted to give a yeah. French spin on, yeah. <laughs> I, that would work. But lactus don't make like that. Like, I don't think of milk and champagne at the same time. No. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, so they were hosting a party for this new ridiculous business venture of theirs. And supposedly Denise Richards was there. All the castmates were there except for Denise Richards, who didn't attend the party, which interesting. But the more questionable information that came out of this party was Erica Jane unfollowed every single one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast members after this party. So I'm not sure what this means, but Denise is still following Erica where all the other women aren't following Erica. So it's interesting and makes me think what happened. Well- I did look at
2: Erica Jane's like uh profile. I think she's following them all again. Huh. She, yeah, she did.
1: <laughs> I I thought that um this had happened before. Where I think she just does this shit for, for Instagram attention, attention. Yeah. because yeah. before there was the rumor that she was fired because she removed all shit of housewives from her Instagram right, account exactly. I and then that. all it and then it all came true, back true, true. So, I think that she's just playing games to get attention and her husband did pay off the That fifteen million dollar (laughs) debt.
2: There's just something about Eric, like I loved her so much when she came in. Like just came in so hot, but now it's just like I don't know. I just feel like she's think she's a little bit better. Like she's not fun anymore to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like she doesn't give us any of her life. You don't talk about your kid or your right. husband or oh, God. anything. Don't talk about her child. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't you ever <laughs> yeah. talk about her child. You don't know what
0: I go through at night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, my God. It's yeah. like, what do you go through at night? You need to tell us as the viewer because. Child, I, d-
1: please, she's getting fucked by one of them Glam Squad members. <laughs> oh. I'm telling them one of you them, them one is one a that secret game? straight man. <laughs> oh. that, that's how, Please. <laughs> well, okay, no. do you really think Tom Girardi is faithful? Hands. I didn't think so. (laughs) He just knows how to keep his business out the street. Erica, he likes that. Like, that's why she refers to him as the boss. It is a job. They're low-key open about it because you see how they interact. They're having fucking business dinners. You know, I think he honestly probably gets 30 minutes of pussy time every three days. And that's (laughs) probably (laughs) it.
0: Well, I mean I don't think he's like old as fuck. I feel like he's not doing anything to. Kyle,
2: please. Right, he's like 80? That doesn't he's stop him. has to be.
0: Let's see. Tom Girardi, is
2: Kyle. I just had to do it. Wait,
0: Gary. 80, 80 years <laughs> he's old. 80. Oh, okay. oh, like he was born in the 30s. Please, somebody
1: just <laughs> fathered a child at third at 80. They are still fucking at 80. They are fucking until they're in the ground.
2: <laughs>
0: That's terrifying. I mean, not good for him. He should be having sex, whatever. It's important. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) just the thought of him and Erica even touching, like, I (laughs) find her so, like, asexual. And, like, I feel like she shows off this, like, uber sexual personality, Mm -hmm. but I don't get, like, any sexual vibes from her. Like, that would (gasps) allude to her being, like, a freak.
1: I. I think she's getting in with one of them glam squad members. I really do because, like, two of them. Like, there's the one that's like the stylist. Like, he he's not the cute one. She ain't fucking him. But the (laughs) other two are a little too cute, and I'm like, "Mm, y'all, one of y'all is fucking, if not both.
0: Well, she probably is a trainer too, because I feel like that could be a straight guy.
1: Um, now I think. I think that would be a little too obvious. I think that they, like, again, keep it out the street. Nobody's going to suspect your sissy. <laughs> no one.
0: Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so Like, funny. your
1: trainer, everybody's going to, you know, that's when you put the private investigator on it. But, oh, pff, I ain't worried about them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, Tori Spelling, who oh, is Jesus not Christ. on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but is dying to be. She's doing really? the... Um. They've never asked me, but I think I'd be great for the role kind of press where it's like, Tori, no one ever thought you'd be good on this show. Like,
1: or your ugly d- husband. Oh. <laughs> I mean, no, and Tori's too ugly.
0: Oh, God. I mean, well, then again, she could
1: fit in OC because the OC women are crones. My God!
2: You've got Jigsaw. You've got. um, I can't name three Housewives of OC. If you had a gun to my head, they are Vicky, Jigsaw, Uh,
0: Alphabet,
2: um, (laughs) (laughs) and
1: uh. uh, Oh wait, hold on. Who's don't nobody bring me no bad news? I'm oh Uh, from the Wiz. Um, I don't know. I- I'm just thinking of witches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, La LaLorna. One of them looks like that LaLorna ghost.
0: <laughs> yeah, all the Winona on OC are absolute, just the worst. And I have, like, fallen off the past few episodes. I'm like, I just don't care what any of you are saying. You just talk in circles. Right. Blame each other. You're all just making up rumors about one another. And, like, none of it's true. It just... It is so fake. But yeah, if anybody had to join that show, Tori Spelling, she definitely moved more towards an OC role. Because you are
1: not yeah. Beverly Hills. No. I mean, we have failed actresses on the show, looking at you, Kyle. But Because um, I think Lisa Rinna could still get a role if she
2: wanted of course. to. I'd actually like yeah. to see
1: Lisa Rinna do a little more
2: acting. That's actually why um, Denise Richards isn't on the show, I hear. Because she's been, like, acting.
0: Well, I think that's like what people forget. Like, she actually gets roles, right? So it's (laughs) like, yeah, she might like have to be on set in Atlanta or like in wherever, like, like on set working. Like, I don't know if Denise really knew what she signed up for. I feel like when she started the show, she was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be fun," but it's like. No, like there's actually yeah. so much bullshit and pettiness and like that's what the show's based on, not really about like your lives and your <laughs> right. careers. Because none of these women have like careers. Vanderpump did. Well Van- when Vanderpump was odd, obviously she had seven thousand businesses and was always busy. But I even think like that's probably another reason why she was like, Fuck this show. She's like, these yeah. people are ridiculous. Like I'm famous without the show. I don't well, need this.
1: I feel like she also cemented her West Hollywood restaurant empire Definitely. because we were just there in in April? April, yeah. And like she has a whole ass West Hollywood corner so and it's like fun. it's different to see it live than on like the show because they don't really show you that it's like no it's one then the other than the other and it's like she got this whole cute little corner. So I think that now that that's like a low key
2: tourist spot, she's like, "Eh, I can get off of here now."
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I and went to also, the
2: Vegas one. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, no, I went no, to please. the Vegas one. Uh, it was really nice. It was beautiful and decadent. I'm
0: so dying nice. to go.
2: I felt out of place a little bit, but it was, <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice. I just had like a couple of drinks at the bar, but it was just so posh and beautiful. So. Pump was posh and beautiful, too. Like,
1: just I walking by pump. those oh fire my God. places. Ugh.
0: I thought my favorites were Tom Tom, Pump, Sir, Blanca. Villa Blanca. I didn't eat there or do anything. I was like, ah, I like pump a lot. What am I doing? But pump is fun. Yeah. And sir, I just thought it was like very big. I thought it was big and empty when I went. I think it was like, I can't remember the day of the week I went, but I just was like, there's so much space and no furniture. And it just felt like very awkward. Like, I did see James Kennedy there. So, what time it. did you go? I probably started the Vander Crawl at like. <laughs>
1: The Vandercrawl. Seven thirty. <laughs> the Vandercrawl. Oh yeah. TM. Oh god. Actually, you're right. That's probably one of the places you could go to that would be open until ten. Uh, because we had uh, culture shock over there. Because they were like, Oh yeah, we close at eight. I,
0: I don't understand that bars close so early in Los Angeles. It's like last crazy. call. It's like eight forty five. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like to
2: be such a liberal like city. Like, yeah. Crazy.
0: I mean, granted, like you do get the worst. Nonsense on the streets of Manhattan around three thirty, and then the four thirty crowd is just <laughs> it's devastating to see. um We've all been there, but yeah, I think like Vanderpump really should just like change some laws and really be like, "Fuck it, we're staying open till four. Who cares?" Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Well, this brings us to the end of today's episode. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. Oh,
1: thank you so much for having us. I had a ball.
0: Where can we find you, follow you, watch your show, everything, all of the above?
1: Oh, um, well, thank you so much. I am on YouTube. Just look up Alexander Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. And I have the show on YouTube with my friend Chris called Pop Roast. And we come out every Saturday at around 7. Sometimes it's 9, you know. Sometimes yes. it takes a little longer. But
2: <laughs> And
1: you can find me on Instagram at, Alexand- at Alexander Rogers also.
2: Yeah, you can find me at cdiggy1 on Instagram and Twitter, cdiggi1.
0: Amazing! Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news.